Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. my wrestling zombies i want the undead all around me zombie hey 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 wow anything for a buck am i right vince ladies and gentlemen we are back sons of slam show in your ears my name is chris mindell along with the reaper mr joe black how are you buddy not too bad better than the zombies Better than, better than the zombies. Better than the zombies. It's good to have you back and doing this again face-to-face. I can see your face. Sometimes I wish I couldn't see my own face, but, you know, we, well, we got to do what we got to do. We're going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, uh, this <laughs> immediately, Joe was like, we have to start with zombie because, you know, zombies. Because backlash. <laughs> Just ridiculous. We have not talked since then. Yeah. And we gave our picks for it, and yet we have yet to talk about it. So here we are, talking about all things zombies. And before we get to that, Sunday Slam on Twitter, Sunday Slam Show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Please tell your friends and your neighbors. Thank you so much for listening. So with that being said, let's talk zombies. Um, We will talk all things Backlash. Uh, Actually, you know what? 
I take that back. We will talk all things zombies when we get to Backlash. We have a ton of other things to talk about first. Um, we had some releases here. A, oh, 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 goodbye. Um, we had a ton of releases go on. Um, let's start off with the small and get, and get to the big here. So, uh, of all the firings here so far, the most controversial, well, I shouldn't say that. Shouldn't say that. One of the two controversial, I'll put this as... 2A. <laughs> but yeah, I was about to say yeah, there there have been a couple a couple of controversial ones. The, yeah, so I mean well okay, then let's let's start from back and going forward here. So um they released uh this was actually as of last week released uh Jasmine Duke. Jasmine. Jasmine, sorry, that's right. J E S S M Y N. Yep. There we go. Just as long as we get the spelling correct. Mom was on acid. Uh, Jasmine Duke and Vanessa Her Ward. mom definitely wore drug rugs back in the day. Go on. Drug, what's that? A drug rug? You oh, never heard like, of a drug rug? Oh, like braid? Like a... No, like that. Uh, it's like a sweater that's just made of hemp. Drug rug? You never heard that I've phrase before? I've never heard that in my life. Look it up when you get a sec. Okay. It's fucking hilarious. A drug rug. Very for, itchy. For an, I, I can imagine. <laughs> it's like having a potato sack on you. Uh, it so, looks like a very colorful potato sack. Someone said, let me put this on my body. and Yeah. Be itchy all day. Uh, Vanessa Bourne, um, Alexander Wolf. Yeah, that one I, I was pretty pissed at. But. So yeah, that was uh, I, I want to say unexpected, but uh, at least on on our end, uh, according to him, he said that uh, WWE didn't release me, but it was not my choice. It wasn't my choice. Uh, this is Alexander Wolf talking. Uh, quote, if I had the choice, I probably would stay with WWE because it's the biggest company. And again, it's very comfortable to work for them because you make a lot of money with doing nothing. <laughs> I still went to the Performance Center and used the facility as a tool for life for my own, like brand. But yeah, WWE told me, hey, we will not release you, but your contract is up on June 15th. So we will let you run out the contract. And then on June 16th, you're off to go, which I really appreciate because... <laughs> I kind of got the 30-day complete uh, complete a no-compete clause. Those are his words, but not really. So they, He has trouble with the English language. I guess so. They give me the heads hey, up don't we all? four weeks ahead. Um, I have a lot of work to do now just to get rid of all the household, of all the household, and then just move back to Germany. Yeah, it's okay, but, like, fair enough. Okay, so, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll give him the, the language barrier uh, there. Um, I have to say, even if a lot of people just – just spitting venom right now and say, yeah, fuck WWE and everything. So they always take care of the talents and they are even fair enough because I will go back to Germany because I need to, to because of visa reason. They pay for my flight back. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, there you go. All right, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was probably on a work visa and now that he is out of work. Out, yes. Out. out. He's out of work and, <laughs> and he... <laughs> Can no longer live here. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. So, and so they uh, they explained this uh, by a storyline in this past week's NXT where he lost his match to uh, I want to say uh, Killian Dane. Yes, you and, would say correctly. Uh, they <laughs> they did their stance in the middle of the ring at the end of the match, and then they proceeded to pummel his ass. Yeah, and kick then, him out of the uh, out of the Imperium, out of Imperium, and the WWE. And that's it. <laughs> I thought it was a perfect way to go out. I guess, I guess should have seen it coming because what was he going to do other than be an Imperium? Unless he was trying to get the band back together. But Eric Young is in fucking. You, you say this about uh, about him, but like look at um, 
Uh, excuse me. God uh, bless. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at, uh, 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 oh, my God. Use your words. UE. Members, okay. of, members of UE. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're branching out. Yeah, one, like, okay. There, but there's one we still haven't accounted for. Fish has a match this week. Yeah, but where has Roderick Strong been? Well, he's taking a break. What is he doing? I don't know, but he's coming back. When? Eventually. <laughs> when? I need to know. Yeah. I need to know Also, when. where the fuck is Adam Cole? Taking a break. <sighs> Listen. he's Cole's been on every single week for the past, like, how long? How many years? And he's a break. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> and he's a break. He'll be back. Um, they all come back. They all come back. <laughs> uh, more uh, releases from WWE. So Drake Wirtz, who I do remember him from, from Raw and SmackDown. And they they put him to uh, NXT. Uh, well, guess what, kids? He's a racist. So he was released by WWE. He made uh, headlines over the past several months, uh, continuously spreading uh, QAnon conspiracy theories. Like, he just went in on those theories. And there were word that uh, talent staff at the Performance Center, uh, they were not comfortable with having him referee their, their matches. Um, he was known as a deathmatch wrestler, Prior to entering WWE, uh, the company signed him in 2014 as a referee. He was a good referee and gained responsibilities backstage as well. Then he started gaining even more attention over his political activities. Um, he he missed NXT a couple weeks ago to attend a school board meeting to argue about mask mandates. Oh, so he cares about the uh, community. <laughs> <Good Lord>. um, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So as as of as of this writing, this was uh, what day was this here? This was I want to say it had to be about two weeks ago. Uh, he he refereed his last like NXT the 18th match, eighteenth or nineteenth, something like that. This was nineteenth. Yeah, yeah. So he, he refereed his last match. Yeah, nineteenth. So he <laughs> he he's gone. Um, he also uh, when um, Triple H had a uh, Black Lives Matter uh, speech at a NXT. Uh, event he left the room <laughs> he was nowhere to be found because he didn't want to stay there um so uh moral of the story is he's not a good guy and so there was that uh and then the way too much self-tanner on though he's very orange um, very 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 orange and the uh <laughs> no pun intended the coup de gras uh of those firings not not uh, of the recent ones. We'll get to that, which happened today. Um, but uh, there was M- Mr. Velveteen Dream. Yep. And this was long overdue, apparently, because <laughs> it seemed like they were not they were going to have any use for him um, since they, they weren't comfortable with putting him on on TV. And every time that they did, the backlash on the social medias was loud and strong. Um, and so. Yeah, it's just uh just just crazy that it took so long, but that's that's what that's what it is. So we're 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 there. <laughs> we're, there yeah. with, we're there with that. That was uh you know, long time coming uh with all the, the Me Too stuff. This is this all stemmed from early last year. He had um, too much heat even, even later than that. He had too much heat behind him. And not in a good not in a good way. No. And because uh, he I out of all of those people released, he had the most potential. He was a great he, he was a worker. Great he was, yeah. Great gimmick. Yeah. Absolutely great gimmick. But uh, apparently backstage he was, you know, none too kind to his fellow co-workers. 
Yes, there were also talks of. So him, seems like a black a, ball situation. Him being a jack wagon to other people. So yeah, there yeah. was that. Um, so there was those firings. Let's talk about the firings that actually happened today, as of May twenty fifth. So we had. Uh, so for the reason, first of all, uh, they are trying to consolidate uh, departments. So. Uh, That's not good. WWE axing so many employees today because a number of divisions will be, quote, folded together, unquote, backstage under one new division. And the announcement is expected to be delivered to staffers today, which it was. And there were a lot of departures over the past year. And WWE determined that there were too many redundancies across multiple departments. And that is a a direct quote from uh, one of their spokespeople. Um, one example is that there were two graphics departments, one for WWE TV production and one for digital, and that they can easily be merged into one division, which just basically means that these people who you know, are still have their jobs are just going to be doing double the work for the same amount of pay. Um, Typical WWE. <laughs> which, which is exactly what happens. Meanwhile, also, ironically, uh, Alexander Wolf said that there did not have to be any of these firings since they are still making money hand over fist. Um, they are way in the black, and uh, they're still making a profit because they don't go anywhere. <laughs> they haven't done a damn thing Yet. as far as travel. Yet. As, but even, okay, well, even with travel, they're still going to make up the, that cash with uh, merchandise. But without merchandise and fans, they're still making Fox and USA money. I have bought, me personally, I've bought more merchandise in the past year and a half <laughs> from WWE than I have any other time if you watch raw and smackdown it's after every commercial there's there's the same special for wwshop.com and they, yeah. they are talking it hard and they're still making money so yeah 40 off championships but only 20 off tees i don't get it i don't get that either but the, the championship belts are like 459 bucks <laughs> if i'm not mistaken that's a very exact number i'm assuming that you looked that up um i may or may not have looked that up once in a while especially to... after i got this new job i was like let me just see <laughs> the cash is i want to spoil myself <laughs> the cash is coming in uh one of those fired uh besides those people uh, behind the scenes uh, vice president um if i find a name here what the hell i had it brian brian Pelagato. <sighs> Okay. There you go. <laughs> Brian Pelagato, WWE's Senior Vice President of Production. It's a lot to get out. Been with the company for under nine years. That's a, it's a oh. pretty long time. Um, coming from ESPN as a senior digital producer, rose to the ranks and was named VP of Digital and Social Media in July of 2015. He took the position as Senior Vice President in March of 2019. A couple of ESPN personalities got the old X. Uh, I don't know whatever you mean. How about uh, let's move on to that. <laughs> So, I always hate when uh, people get fired that I actually like. And I keep mentioning him, and he's a great talent, and he's on. If you want to catch him now, he's on MLB Network. Okay. But this was not where he was suited to be. And Did you like him in this role? I hated him in this role. Okay, thank God. We were, gonna have, <laughs> we were about to have a very heated I, argument over, <laughs> over this guy. I, I absolutely hated him in this role. Um. So that he so as we speak of Adnan Burke, uh, so as of today, he, uh, he got the old uh, future endeavored, and so he has come to terms with with uh, WWE, and he is no longer uh, there. He was actually brought on by um, I will get the name in, in a second here, but uh, Nick Khan. Nick Khan, thank you very much. There it is. Uh, he was uh, brought on by Nick Khan, who's WWE president. And immediately was criticized all over social media um, just for his way of 
announcing. And he's very, just very, but he's always been that way. He's always just like a laid back guy. He's a very awesome like personality. He's a very funny guy. Just this was not the role for him. Funny this, how? If you, I, I, listen, he, he it's, for Sports Center, for uh, yeah. the MLB Network, for the, his his podcast called Cinephile. He's a huge movie nerd like I am, so I listen to that, all that shit. He's very funny. He's on. He was on uh, Dan, uh, Dan Lebertard all the time. Very funny. He's still on there now. Like he j- jumps in and off uh, off of that podcast now. But this is just, it was horrible. <laughs> he was just a horrible wrestling announcer. And he, and listen. A bunch of oohs he, and wows. I didn't like it. He, <laughs> I, the, the credit I will give him is that he looked into getting history about wrestlers. And he knew wrestling moves, basic. He knew storylines. Like he would, in the middle of a match, he would come out with a, a fact, a factoid. Uh, so he did his research, but it just didn't sound. You didn't sound good. Like you, you had the the excitement and and uh, he did experience not... of two guys that were around him in Saxton and uh, Graves that you basically had two color and you knew what was going on. It was just the, you had these two color commentary guys covering for him, yeah. and it just wasn't enough. And you kind of saw the red lining the past couple of weeks on Raw, the silver lining. Sorry, mm-hmm. when well, the, the red with Raw. Yeah, okay. I was trying something. Didn't work. I so, get it. Silver lining is going to be something positive. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm trying to say. Okay. But <laughs> the point being is that you see Corey, you see Corey starting to do more play by play. Yes. Over the past couple of weeks. Right. And he was just adding. He was just sitting there. He was almost the color commentator. He was. He honestly, he was doing the role that Jim Ross is doing now. Just being a, a veteran, yeah. Well, not even a veteran. Just putting like his two cents in. Like Jim Ross, if you listen to him, he does the you know it's Wednesday night. You know what that means? He, like, he'll introduce uh, uh, going to uh, either in Excalibur actually does the commercial breaks also. Uh, cut to commercial break, but he does the intros. He does the outros for the night. He'll throw in here and there, but Ross does not do play wow, by play. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't do play by play, and that neither did Verk. Well, because Jim Ross does not need to do play by play anymore. Because, well, because Excalibur is such a great play by play. Not even that. He's just like he's not. He he doesn't know. I don't want to say he doesn't know the product. He doesn't know the product. But he doesn't have. He he's not as well versed in it as um, an Excalibur is with all these moves that the that the new age sort of indie wrestlers are doing nowadays. Right. Right. And that's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> that's an issue. I mean, but AEW is a completely different thing because you have three play-by-plays on one co- on one commentary team. In a sense. Okay. Yeah. By title. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've all done it. <laughs> they, they WCW uh, with uh, Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross with WWE, yeah. respectfully. And then, and then Excalibur, Excalibur with PWG. With PWG. Go on. <laughs> they say they've all been at the lead. So, But right now, AEW, it's because of the kind of talent that they have now and and how speedy they are in the new kind of you know experience that they have it has to be Excalibur yeah you know unless you know, and Shivani tries to <clears throat> excuse me uh Ross never tries <laughs> Ross Ross is like I'm too old for this shit I can't plus you know? Excalibur has a relationship with I would I would like to think at least 70% of of, them, yeah. of the talent right right you know uh, uh, at least all, all the people that the the regular Joe Schmo of a fan doesn't know who who they're like oh I think I heard of that guy on the Indies that he would they would have a relationship with Excalibur right because at some point in time they would have to go through PWG yeah 
that was the that was almost you know I hate to sound corny that was the pinnacle of indie wrestling at one point. No pun intended. No, with me, puns are definitely intended all the time, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, so he is gone, and so the immediate calls, <clears throat> excuse me, for. Uh, uh, first of all, the call for Samoa Joe makes absolutely no sense. I, I loved him on commentary. I'd love him even more if he get back in the ring, but uh, I still think there's a spot for him on in AEW, and that would be perfect. Yeah. But um, well, you see it work a two man booth on Friday. I say you just keep it a two man booth on Monday. I don't think they're gonna go for it. I think Raw is because it's three hours. They want three pe- three people. I think I remember reading that NXT is two hours. They still have three people. This is also true. But that works. Because they're they're all good. Because everybody Sometimes, knows their role. Everybody knows their role. Sometimes Beth, especially this past week, uh, stumbles over her words. But <laughs> uh, nevertheless, we all make mistakes, and they're still really good. Uh, this There will be a third person on this table, because uh, Raw has been three people for a very long time. And I still there still hasn't been, and I've scoured the internet, still has been absolutely no reason, unless I totally missed it, why Tom Phillips was released. Was he released, or was he... Well, he's not with the company. He's not with the company at all? Not that I see. I don't remember that. I thought he went to the, I thought he went to UK. I thought he went to NXT UK again. Really? From my knowledge, and I wish I had looked this up before, <laughs> but from my knowledge, uh, he got COVID right before WrestleMania. Okay. Which is why he wasn't on that broadcast. Because remember WrestleMania for the Raw team, it was just Joe and Cole. Right. And Saxton, sorry. Which was weird because Cole was the Friday night commentator. Right. So that's why that that was strange. But with everything that's going on, they wanted to just play it safe, and and which commendable by them. Uh, I guess, <laughs> I guess, and, and Adam would. I mean, there was no way in hell he was going to be put on uh, uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> but he oh. came on. He came you know on. Who the, should have been on WrestleMania? Oh, Pat McAfee. Oh, Pat McAfee. Well, they introduced him that that Friday. Uh, yeah, I can't find anything about Todd Phillips. Um, Todd Phillips. Tom, Tom Phillips. Phillips is what I meant. That's what exactly what I said. Was Tom Phillips? Um, fun. Air. This Dead. is great. This is great. We will great continue to look <laughs> uh, this up. He How about have, this? I got something outside the ring while you look that up. WWE removes Tom Phillips from WrestleMania 37. I mean, we, we already knew that. This is way past news. Um, we didn't know Phillips' replacement at the time of writing. There's currently no indication that Phillips is suffering from the virus himself. Phillips, 31, has served uh, Raw play by play since January 2020. Took over from uh, Vic Joseph, who is now uh, currently on NXT. Um, and Anverk is well, this writing of this article took uh, and Anverk took his place. Uh, currently, no currently no word on how being removed from Raw will impact Phillips' position with WWE. Okay, so then he's technically still with the company. And now it's, I I would I would gather to say that he is on one of By those the WWE shows that we don't watch. <laughs> well, I tell <laughs> like you, main event or fucking NXT UK. He's, he's not <laughs> the only I'll two. Tell you, I tell you right now, he's not on UK. Okay. Um, he's definitely not on UK because uh, I just happened to <laughs> watch it for some reason uh, the other day, and then I immediately turned it off. Um, but uh, he's definitely. Like, oh yeah, this is a thing. This is this is. Yeah, a, I forgot about that. This is a thing. I'll see them over in NXT when they when they they come over. Um, 
but yeah, that's as far as the announcer team. I'm looking forward to Monday to see what they. I mean, we'll, we'll sure we'll find out before then. Um, as far as what the announcer team is going to be uh, for Monday Night Raw, but yeah, got to keep Sa- keep Saxon and Graves there. And uh, do you think Sa- Saxon could possibly just do it? Play by play, play by play. I don't know. It it Graves it, would be it good. Puts Graves, in, it puts him it puts him in a good. weird position because Graves is such a good heel commentator. And the heel, yeah, you want, the you heel that. is normally mm. the the color commentator, right? You don't want that. Is there? Never mind. What? What? Nothing. Okay. Um. There's. I really can't think of anybody else. Is there another wrestler? You get uh, Vince McMahon back on the. the is stage. there a wrestler they can put behind there? He Someone that. that's injured. Do, doesn't do, want to go to do play by play. To do anything. Usually, the wrestlers are color commentators. There's, there's no like play by play wrestler. Yeah, and it's really hard. See, this is the issue. It is hard. Except for, for Mike, except for Michael Cole. Well, yeah. Well, he's a wrestler. <laughs> yes. It's really hard to look at Corey Graves and not say that looks like a bad Sorry. guy. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. Even though probably a good dude, right. solid dude. But I just think that he would be great in the play-by-play role because he knows everything. He does. Yeah. You could you could pull off the Excalibur if he can get off the the moniker of being the heel commentator. If if they just put him in that that role and just say, but then you know Saxon has I don't know Saxon can't bounce off him like they normally do. Yeah, off each other. And Saxton, I can't see being a heel at all. No, no. Maybe they just uh, rewrite the format for commentary teams. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna change the game. Um, Speaking of uh, game changers, uh-huh. uh, WWE is going back to live events. There we go. There it is. We're back, baby. Sorry. <laughs> and they, We're back. If you weren't aware, man, they made you aware. <laughs> they, they shoved it down your throat Monday and Friday. Yeah. We're coming back. We're coming back. We're coming back. Shout out to the Parita Champions on SmackDown last week. This uh, week? Yeah, this last week. week. This past Friday. Yeah. The Parita Champions and... Uh, yeah, they thanked all the fans, and they're coming back in July, and they have a pay-per-view also with that. But uh, it says it looks like WWE is going to start touring July 16th. This is for the main roster shows. SmackDown will be the first one. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, and also, they, they also have the uh, Money in the Bank will be in uh, Texas. That. I I'm I'm really happy that that is the first paper. That's the first pay per view they're having. Yeah, so they have with one, fans. They have one event first, and then they have that Sunday SmackDown, right? And then they have uh, which makes sense because that is the uh, return of Edge. I believe they announced recently. They did. Um, yeah. I think it needs to be Money in the Bank that had to be the first. Uh, um, oh, do you know? Yes. Okay. Just because that type of match. Yes, it was great in Titan Tower. Don't get me wrong. Mm. It was awesome. It was a hilarious match. It had to be done also because they couldn't do anything yeah. else. And look at the CTE this, that, that Alistair Black suffered. <laughs> right? Ray Mysterio lost an eye after that, too. But, but he got Just it. think about but that. He got it. They he, both he, lost an eye. Yeah, but Ray got his back. <laughs> Miraculously, he was holding it in his hands and he got it back. Meanwhile, you sent that meme, which was the full sto- full arc storytelling of Aleister Black and his eyeball. Yes, um, that is correct. Which I love full storytelling. Yes, give me that that beginning and the end of a storyline and the explanation as to why that is. If he comes back on SmackDown this week, 
which it was a great at, at the end of SmackDown. He he came and uh, for the main event and basically punted Big E in the head um, to to make his return uh, official. But uh, they they should have him get on the mic and explain like look what you did to my eye. Like this is this is my eye now. I mean, even though it was Murphy that did it, so you should be mad at him. Since we're on the subject, yes. Do you think that he actually got sent to hell, and that? Alistair Black that we are seeing is actually quote a demon Kane's son <laughs> I mean the eyes line up the eyes do line up he's got his father's eyes <laughs> that's all I'm saying eye he's got his father's eye eyes look at the both of them okay <laughs> <laughs> moving on so they're touring uh, in July and of course they're picking states that are a little looser than others <laughs> regarding their COVID protocol um, but you know the funny thing is that the, the, what, the ironic thing is that they are picking states like Texas, like Florida, which are very loose in their COVID regulations. But if you watched the freaking Knicks uh, in their first game against the Atlanta Hawks on Sunday, they were a little short of sold out with fifteen thousand people, and the only reason why they couldn't do sellout of eighteen be, is because half of the ring, uh, half the ring, <laughs> half the, <laughs> Jesus, a, a little less than half were n- not vaccinated. So they had yes. to have like their own area, but it was they they separated the my class. <laughs> Listen, you, you it was the Titanic. You peasants go over there and sit to by yourselves. They and- did the same thing with the Islander playoffs. I don't quote me on that right. one. That I could be wrong about right. that. Right, but that was something that that MSG I personally knew about beforehand from the from the Knicks game. And if you notice, they only really showed the vaccinated sections. Well, yeah, yeah, right. So you have Jack like on the Titanic, just in the bottom of the fucking thing, just going, "Nah, we don't want you," <laughs> and everybody else get on the lifeboats. Unbelievable. <laughs> so I, I say that to say is that there's fifteen thousand people, and even with fifteen thousand, it looked it looked amazing, and I was I, I brought a little tear to my eye. I gotta say because watching that and like kind of having this sense of we're not there yet, but we're almost there, you know, and and getting. The the and I'm hoping that this also pushes people to get vaccinated because then we could de- you know legit get back to normal. Um, but I would love to have been there, and I would I would have taken the opportunity. I'm going next uh, Tuesday to a Yankee game. Did you just count the days in your? Fingers? No, I had something in my, my, my oh, fingers. Thank God. I'm trying to get like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Uh, a week from today, that's it. Uh, so a week from today, I'm going to a Yankee game in nice. a fully vaccinated section, and nice. you know they require proof, and I have proof, so. Um, why not? I, I want to go. I want to go back to see my beloved Yankees. So I'm going to do that. Um, I would love yeah, to have sit. In, I would love to have sit uh, with in in MSG <laughs> with 15,000 other people and and just uh, cheer them on as they lose. Um. <laughs> I don't want to sit in MSG because my team is actually playing in the playoffs tonight at seven. The Islanders. <laughs> the Nets. The Nets. The Nets. The Nets are going to sweep, by the way. And I don't want to hear anything about me being a bandwagon fan. I was a fan since the old Jason Kidd, Kenyon Martin days when I was, yes, a child. In in Jersey. Yes. I saw them at, this is how far back it goes. I saw them at the Continental Airlines Arena play the Washington (laughs) Wizards when it was the old school, like the actual Wizards. The Wizards or the Bullets? No, the Wizards. Wizards, Okay. Wasn't that old. Okay, I don't know how far you're going back. When it was the old wizard that was their logo? Yes. Michael Jordan may or may not have been on the team. <laughs> In my head, he was. <laughs> so the Nets are going to sweep the Celtics. And, it, uh, oh, geez, I, they, they looked honestly. honestly you got a piece of wood over here. <laughs> Knock on your head. 
Um, <laughs> I think there's wood in that couch. <laughs> they uh, they looked horrible in the first quarter. I did watch like I watched the first and the fourth, and because I DJ that night, and uh, they looked absolutely horrible uh, in the first. And yet they they were down by like twelve at some point, and then they still came back and just yeah. whipped Boston's ass. A whipped um, is a, is they, they might have uh, that's a, that's a huge that's a huge turnaround. <laughs> it is it is I'll, I'll give you that. Um, so yeah, yeah. It, it's I, I don't see I don't like to talk about my roosters before they hatch. <laughs> the I, I'm I'm calling a sweep, and not this not this stupid. And when did the stupid new term uh, gentleman sweep come about? Because that's all all I What's hear now. What's a gentleman sweep? Gentleman sweep is five games. So they're a gentleman to give you a game, and then they'll take the other four. Oh no! It's, it's, no, no, it's no, a no, stupid no. term. You it's, either you either sweep or you win in five. That's it. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it's all over sports, and it's all I hear is gentleman sweep in five games. Um, speaking of uh, touring, if you are going to go to a live event, you are going to have to sign a waiver. So WWE releases liability waiver for fans attending live events. Uh, the company released a li- liability waiver for all fans who are attending their live events. WWE announced a 25-city tour, but only three dates have been revealed as of uh, this particular article. Excuse me. Uh, the new waiver, uh, it's on their website, on WWE's website, says that ticket purchasers acknowledge that it is, quote, potentially dangerous due to, among other things, risk of spreading or acquiring COVID-19 or similar infectious disease. It is said that, quote, I hereby assume all risk of loss, damage, and or injury, including death, to my person. So you better be sure (laughs) that you are very comfortable or vaccinated in going to an event because you sign this waiver and you get it. You are not they are not liable for your well-being or lack thereof wwe doesn't like using the term COVID 19 so they're going to label it the owen hart waiver wow too soon too soon oh my bad i'm wearing the shirt though all right so that makes up for it <laughs> i bought the merch you are owen james hart look at that with the giant pink heart in the middle <laughs> and if you're asking yes i did buy multiple versions of a pink hat just so it could go with it nice i don't have it on today because this was the brooklyn nets hat that i wore so sign that wa- waiver and go in the building and don't die. Um, well, we would prefer that you don't die. No, I, obviously. If that's your choice, go right ahead. But don't die, <laughs> I mean, please. we can do that somewhere else. You don't have to do it in advance. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Buff Bagwell. Let's talk, let's talk about him. He has been uh, charged with 15 cases. Uh, initially, Buff Bagwell was arrested on 11 charges that included a laundry list of misdemeanor offenses, uh, it, which was updated to 15. Two, there were... Uh, Two open cases in Cobb County, Georgia. His most recent May 22nd arrest now joins one he previously had on August 16th, 2020, dad's birthday. Uh, his first case in August 20th to August 2020 listed off another uh, long string of charges. Those include hit and run, following too closely, too closely, uh, two charges. That basically just driving behind someone like tailgating, uh, failure to yield when entering an inspect an intersection. Excuse me, speeding. Driving within a median, <laughs> driving on the wrong side of the road, uh, duty upon striking a fixed object, driving under influence of drugs, and reckless driving. That's a typo. Go up a second. This one? No, following too closely. Yes, you are talking about... Um, I'm talking about tailgating. Tailgating, yeah. drafting, if you know yeah, sure. your car stuff. Yes, 
Uh, but that specifically is a typo. Okay. It says following TWO closely. Oh, TWO closely. <laughs> yes, it is two charges, but following t- too, too closely. closely. <laughs> following too closely. Who, who the hell wrote this? Uh, according to the report, Bagwell was driving a 2013 Chevrolet Tahoe, and he lost control while curving, uh, following a curve on the road. Great he car. struck a center median and a metal fence inside the median. Then he started driving toward oncoming traffic before his car hit a curb next to a bus station. So this was all in one Oof. shot. This was Jesus. like he just went went for the grand slam and just was like, let me just do it all in one shot and get it over with. Um, Got the infinity gauntlet. <laughs> uh, he apparently he suffered from a broken right hip, broken ribs, broken left eye socket, a torn groin, and lots of bruising from the car wreck. Huh. That's a hell of a car wreck. Yeah, man. Jeez. Before his car, the car announcement hit a curb next to a bus station. The announcement noted that investigators believe Bagwell was impaired by prescription medication during the collision. He has a July 22nd court date. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Three months for him to get a freaking court date, though. I mean, God damn. He was released on a $14,000 bond. Of course he was. Man, oh, man. Just buff. And he looks He looks. He weathered. looks terrible. He looks horrible. <laughs> that rosacea is really coming out of his cheeks. <laughs> man. What a way! What a way to go! Jeez! Oh, how the mighty have fallen! Uh, mighty, uh, very loosely used. Um, let's see here. Uh, you, you got anything? I do. What do you got? Uh, well, the big one from last week that we need to get on was um, New Jack. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, New Jack passed away last week following a heart attack in North Carolina. He lived in North Carolina for a couple of years now, mm. and uh, his wife had informed uh, PW Insider about his passing. And that's when I personally knew it was real. Hmm. At first, I looked at it, and I was like, no way. New Jack doesn't die. Apparently he does. Apparently he does. He was 58 years old, and it was was actually... The the love and support really came out for him on... in in the wrestling universe. Hmm. That whole wrestling Twitter, specifically. Yeah. Everybody really gave him props. Well, his family is still looking for help, uh, like via um, like GoFundMe, yeah, uh, situation. So, if you're feeling inclined, uh, head over Google uh, uh, New Jack and, and uh, see if you can help out the family. Um, uh, AEW, it's, we'll get to Double or Nothing in, in a couple minutes here, but uh, they have another sta- stadium stampede match coming up. This time, this it's going to be Inner Circle versus Pinnacle. This time, they're going to have a surprise live element to it. They're not giving away any spoilers, but they did say that the Stadium Stampede match will reportedly have a significant live element to it. Uh, it was reported that there will be a unique live experience attached as well. Uh, last year's Stadium Stampede match was 100% pre-taped, uh, so they could edit everything together, but they're looking to do something live this year. So be- How are they going to do something like I don't know. So, okay, now it, well, okay, it would I, make sense if the uh, whole if it was one full match that, that took place in the stadium. I was just about to say that. And this way you let people know beforehand, Tony, <laughs> that they will be viewing this on the screen. But Hold that grudge. if they yeah. were to manage to, to make their way out into Daly's place, mm-hmm. that I could see them doing. So they, yeah, they could. I don't want them to pre-tape the whole thing and then, like, right at the end, just make like kind of stumble into Daly's place. But it's not like they, out going- of the tunnel. Don't don't fucking come out of the tunnel while but, someone's beating you up like it's like it's cutting right there. That's the whole point. 
You're, you're, you're showing the taped part from the stadium coming into that. They're going to they're gonna fight and do whatever they did, like in that whole hallway area where uh, Sammy got run over by the golf cart with Matt, Matt Hardy. I loved that. That was one of the greatest spots of all time. Um, uh, and that wasn't even the Stampede. That wasn't Stampede. I'm, that's right. <laughs> right. But I'm saying that, right, that wasn't Stampede, but that was an, it's still connected to the same building. So if you're not familiar with uh, Daly's Place and uh, where the Jacksonville Jaguars play. I love that we know Daly's Place. Yeah, no. I have could not tell you what the name of the What the hell is it? TIAA Bank Arena. Thank you. There you go. Something I just know like the that. Jaguars. I'm gonna look it up. I just know the Jaguars play there. So the Jaguars stadium there <laughs> and Daly's place that are connected, physically connected. So they could basically have that like what they've they've done before. They've had matches in that hallway area. That's also the spot where uh, uh, Matt Hardy. Ooh, TIAA Bankfield. Look at you, very nice. Um, that's it. also that spot in there. That's a very popular area because that's also the spot where Matt Hardy got his head busted um, when he missed the table. Um, so Sam- where, where he got knocked unconscious. Knocked unconscious. Sammy got run over by a golf cart. There's a whole bunch of things that have happened there. That sounds like a bad Christmas jingle. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so, so they could basically tape that whole thing in the stadium, have fights in that area also, and then lead to the the uh, rampway where they're just basically they'll be standing there and just cut to camera there, and they're just coming in. That, this is editing 101. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this is production 101. This I is what know. you do. This is what you do. Um I'm just making assumptions. So I don't want it. <laughs> but if it looks good, why not have it? I want a full live match this way. We know if they can, what they can do. But you, there's too many elements, so you can't do that. There's not going to be people in the stadium. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like there's – you had – the reason why it was taped last year was because they had – what was it? Five on five? You had five different storylines going on in, in one match. So you had like – Fuck. You had like – You're right. <laughs> Santana, Damn, you're or, right. Santana Ortiz in one spot taking on Hardy in the pool. You had freaking – With the bell. With Remember the, that? Best the, spot of the night. With the bell. Well, my one of my favorite spots, uh, Adam Page and uh, and Hagar uh, going at it at the bar. Yeah. You know, uh, Jericho taking on the Jaguar and, <laughs> and elbowing him on the field. Hangman on the horse. Hangman on the horse. <laughs> freaking freaking uh, Nick Jackson giving uh, Sammy Guevara the uh, the suplexes like all the way down the field yeah. to the fifty yard line. Like there's different there was different elements to the whole thing. So the hundred yard Northern Lights suplex, <laughs> locomotive lo- Northern Lights suplex. So I'm very interested to see how that works out. Speaking of more of AEW, um, they are looking to get fans acclimated with their new time slots. So this Friday, uh, immediately following SmackDown at 10 p.m., they will be doing uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, So does does that mean that there's no Wednesday Dynamite this week? Yes. There is. No, there's not. There's not. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it means there is no... I answered your I answered your question correctly. Yes, there is no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Does this mean there is no AEW Dynamite this Wednesday? Yes, that's exactly what that means. Gotcha. Talk about knowing the English language, damn it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no means no. No, yes. Yes, no. That means yes. Yes, no. <laughs> so Yeah, no, yeah. So that means no, no. There's no Wednesday Dynamite. Good. Okay. So I can uh do other things tomorrow night. So um this Friday, immediately following SmackDown, they are they are holding their AEW Dynamite, which is basically like their WrestleMania weekend. Going from Friday, they have a fan fest on Saturday, and then Double or Nothing on Sunday. So their new time slot for this new show that's that they're uh, coming up with uh, AEW is uh, will be uh, at ten o'clock. And uh, this also is basically up to move away, move move over for the NBA playoffs. Um, but this is uh, it's AEW Rampage will be in that time slot in the future, so Friday at 10 p.m. 
you go from you basically you basically have four hours of TV on a Friday. So we're going from SmackDown from eight to ten for a couple weeks. <laughs> for no, but then Rampage is going to be in that spot. Rampage is only going to be an hour. Rampage is only an hour. Okay, so three yeah. hours. All right, so you have three. So you have a Raw. You have a Monday. You have a Monday and a Friday of three hours of wrestling. Good God. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of wrestling. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of wrestling. I Listen, it helps me out because I get out of work at 10. There you go. Well, so I, as soon as I get out of work, stay. I'm going to flip that bitch onto my phone, and it's, <laughs> you know, you all hunky-dory. You stay awake for that, but, man, that's, I love wrestling, which is why we do a podcast because we love it so much, but that's a lot of wrestling. God. It is a lot of wrestling. Man, oh, man. So they are getting everybody acclimated for this time slot, and they're starting at this Friday. Uh, what else you got? Did you see the recent Dark Side of the Ring I did. Documentary I did. thingamajig. I did. The North Korea. The collision in North Korea. The the the, the fan fest yes. <laughs> in North Korea. Um, I did not know anything about this, if I, I'm being completely honest. I barely heard about it, but this was something that uh, I'm glad I watched because it yeah. reminded me of it. It was quite the spectacle to read about. First things first. Sure. If you know... That Hulk Hogan's not down to do something, it might not be a good thing to do. And he's down for everything. <laughs> and he's down for everything, mostly. It might not be a good thing. All right. Uh, I didn't know Antonio Inoki was a, is a political figure. Mm-hmm. That was kind of surprising to me right. to, to figure out. Right. But I think the whole basis of, of the documentary was, or at least the biggest part of it, was the fact that Apparently, Two Cold Scorpio almost killed Road Warrior Hawk. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. I would not have. They seen just it. dropped the little bombshell right halfway in. This is like, yeah. They asked Bischoff, uh, "Did you know that that uh, Scorpio was going to kill? Like he he had a plan to kill Hawk." Mm-hmm. He goes, "Ha, huh, no, no." <laughs> It's like, whoa, okay. I did not see I was, that. I'll be honest, I was getting a little bored at first, kind of like the way those fans were in, mm. in Pyongyang, North Korea. They were just not having it. They were not having it until Inoki got into the ring. It wasn't a bored thing, though. They, According to all of them, they just, they just don't know. They didn't know what to what they were watching. Yeah, <laughs> they don't know what they're they're, they're seeing. But the, but wouldn't they have known what they're seeing with having Inoki there? Well, let me, okay, sorry. Let me, no, let me take the, they don't. Let me take this back. They were basically forced in North Korea. Oh, yeah. Forced to be in that arena. So you had- 170,000 people. Two days in a row. <laughs> that's- I love that Bischoff at the end was like- 340,000 people. Good math. Thank so you. I love that that Bischoff was so happy that at the end of the, the whole uh, dark side, <laughs> he's like, McMahon wishes he had those numbers for WrestleMania. And Which is true. It, it, very true. I, not for nothing, though. I, I think that if he found an arena that fit that many people- and that wasn't in a communist country. <laughs> you could definitely fill one hundred seventy thousand people. Yeah, in one. You arena. would just need, you know, the closest we have is is AT and T Stadium. AT and T Stadium. Yeah. If you had AT and T Stadium mixed with, you know, Yankee Stadium, you could get one hundred seventy thousand <laughs> max capacity. There you go. But which will never happen. Will never hey, happen. if they sell out all double or nothing, maybe well, we can get you know. Well, how much no, is? Not. <laughs> no, 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 it's not even close. Not even close. How much does a like Wembley Stadium hold, or like O2 Arena, in in England? Nine, ninety? That's it. I think so. Because remember WrestleMania? Huh. No, which WrestleMania was the was the most capacity before? Pontiac Stadium, Pontiac Silverdome, Pontiac Silverdome, and that was ninety three thousand. Uh, air quotes, ninety three thousand. Yeah. So that oh, they never had WrestleMania. What am I talking about? Cool. Never mind. Cool. That was SummerSlam. 
92. Ooh. London. When they, when they went Summer to Slam. Wembley. Right. That was SummerSlam. Which is now the O2 Arena? It's different things? I, I think two totally separate things. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wembley is where the uh, tennis people play. That I know. There it is. There we go. <laughs> I knew it was something. Sports. Um, <laughs> but you're not here to listen to sports. No. <laughs> this is a wrestling podcast. Oh. But yeah, all overall, bizarre series of events wrestling for the whole uh, can, collision it, in North Korea. It, they had a record attendance, by the way. Wembley Stadium had a record attendance of 126,000 uh, at one, at one uh, event. I mean, this is also back in... What, Live Aid? Uh, <laughs> you know what? Was it? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't Live Aid, but... SummerSlam 92? So... <laughs> so, so <laughs> Capacity is eighty two thousand. Is a U two concert? Original standing capacity was one twenty five, later a hundred thousand prior to being made all seated in nineteen ninety. So they had a record attendance in well, nineteen twenty three. Nineteen twenty three, the first year that they were opened <laughs> of a uh, soccer uh, soccer match. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, those hooligans go the- <laughs> bonkers for those, for for the footy. Those hooligans. Um, <laughs> I still will never get behind calling it football. Never. I uh, never know. It's, it's, nah. it's always soccer here. Yeah. I'm an American. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, if I'm in Colombia talking to my family, yeah, football. Uh, that's fine. I get it. But that's fine. That's there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say soccer. I'm not that much of an asshole right. American. <laughs> Come on. Give me a little credit. Do you watch football? Yeah. Uh, my, yeah. My, my Niners. Favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you don't watch the, the Giants play the Cowboys. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. I'm talking about at- Atletico Nacional. No. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I know who you're talking no, about. Don't you have like soccer. You have like NYFC over there. At, uh, you're like, excuse me? At, uh, you, what was that? At NYFC Stadium. No, that's Yankee Stadium. So it's, That would be Yankee Stadium. Get it's right. like, oh, what about the Red Bulls over in, you know, uh, the Nassau? Co- no, 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 no. no, no, that's, no. That's, that's where the Islanders used to play. Right, but no, they have their own stadium. Though. Do they, they have their own stadium? I have no idea. I I the don't Red Bulls know. actually have their own arena. Do they? I think so. Oh, wow. <laughs> I believe Look so. Look at that. Anyway, soccer talk. Do-do-do. The more you know. The more you know. do 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 Let's talk. Any, do you have anything else before we get actually get on to what we missed in the past uh, week or so? Uh, Tyson Fury was backstage uh, at SmackDown before Backlash, okay. which was interesting. Hmm, that is interesting. Uh, he, funny story. He was also on uh, Saturday's uh, they had, uh, boxing. Yeah. On Saturday he was there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez versus Billy Joe Saunders. That was the one he was at. So Tyson Fury was backstage. Uh, I saw this in Pat McAfee's vlog, which is a hilarious bit of content if you want to get, you know, 10, 11 minutes on a Friday. Sure, sure. Uh, So the funny story about that, Michael Cole took a dump in his locker room and then left promptly. (laughs) Him and Pat were just in a locker room somewhere, and Pat thought it was theirs, which was cool. They were all, he was hyped and everything. And then Cole goes into the bathroom to drop one. In comes Tyson Fury. Pat leaves while Cole is still in the toilet. And then Cole kind of opens the door, looks, and then runs out. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you'd be assumed of the uh, the dumper. Well, if it Dun- walks like a duck and it shits like a duck. <laughs> it's, it's a shitter. It's probably a shit. It's a shitter. <laughs> um, anything else? That's all I got. All right. Let's talk about Backlash. And so we'll just go through the matches here really quickly. So uh, the kickoff had uh, Sheamus give an open challenge, even though apparently he's he keeps saying on the mic that he's not down for open challenge, but you know he does it anyway. Uh, Ricochet answered the call. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I'm hoping that 
<clears throat> excuse me, I'm hoping at some point that this leads to him getting a belt. Because listen, you can give it to Apollo Cruz, and Apollo Cruz is insanely talented. Ricochet is, uh, I think, a f- a f- a much more talented than he is, and uh, one of the best talents on the entire roster. So stop. Yeah, it. but the difference is that Apollo tweaked his character. All right, so Ricochet can too. Yeah, I mean, he can do something. He's got to do something. But uh, you know, as far as like in ring ability. Stop dicking around and give give him some. Ricochet should win the next King of the Ring tournament, okay. and then go by his actual Instagram and Twitter handle. Name the King last Ricochet. <laughs> there you go. Name the last face winner of King of the Ring. Bret Hart. I don't even know. Did, if, was he a, was he a face? Or, uh, I don't know. No idea. Okay. Uh, Booker. No. Nope. Shame. No. Nope. Name five. Name six. Uh, King of the Rings. <laughs> Winners? Uh, yeah. Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Booker T, and Corbin. <laughs> All right, good. And Ma- Seamus, there you Mabel, sixth. Mabel, Seamus. Um, Mabel. I know him as Big Daddy V. Big Daddy V. Uh, 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 Harley Race. The original. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I don't think there's been a King of the Ring that's been a face. Now that, now that you mention it, I really think that... <laughs> They are all heels. It makes sense. I'm telling you. Wasn't, oh, Macho. Ma- macho Man. He was a heel. The best king of the ring, uh, in yeah. my opinion. Okay, so Stone Cold, Kurt Angle. Well, okay, hang on. Let me let me put that back. The greatest king of the ring uh, after the match, after the tournament. However, the Stone greatest. No, 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 no. Like, to use the king. Oh, to, to use... use the king moniker. Oh, uh, Booker T. Uh, I would or say Macho. Macho Man. Okay, Mary. And then right underneath Booker T. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I agree. So there was Stone Cold. There was Kurt Angle. Uh, Bret Hart. Triple H. Bret Hart might have been. Tri- Triple H was actually supposed to win that, as we all know, <laughs> was supposed to win that 96 one where Stone Cold yes. won. Yes. Uh, and then Stone Cold just became Stone Cold at that point. Shout out the uh, the click. The click. <laughs> Basically, the click, you know what? The click made Stone Cold's uh, career. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it wasn't for the click yeah, and, the, and the curtain call. Um, uh, they had a, a very short documentary on, on uh, the network, by the way. Of uh, it was called uh, Two Dudes with Attitude," and it, it was chronicling <sighs> such a bad title. It really was. Well, that's what that's what Big Daddy Cool called it. Uh, it was chronicling uh, Shawn Michaels and Diesel, and like the end, by the end of it, uh, it also it went like backstage and it showed like their animosity kind of towards each other because when Diesel won the belt, Shawn was a little little jealous. <laughs> And so he was like, and he said it in the documentary. He's like, but what, I feel like I should be happy for my best friend, but that should be my spot. And so he basically got that spot by beating Bret Hart at WrestleMania because Diesel was gone. So it's it's very weird how things kind of work out. Anyway, uh, and then all that to say, at the end of that documentary, the click they show the click and they show the the <laughs> the basically like one of the first <laughs> uh, video cell phone videos. Um, of this this thing happening in this cage, and that's when Triple H, as we all know, uh, history goes on. That Triple H gets basically punished and and uh, put. You down, had to punish someone down the which and you could have punished what? Why couldn't it have been Sean? Is the Golden Goose? I understand that, but why couldn't it have been Sean? Because that was the money. He was the money draw. <laughs> that was the money. All right, so you couldn't punish Sean, so he was untouchable, which is unfair to Triple H. So he lost his spot to Stone Cold uh, with that. Uh, the click, and then he eventually got it back. So it was Triple H. There was Owen Hart. There was Mabel. There was Brock Lesnar. Ken Shamrock. Um, let's see here. Randy Savage. Harley Race. William Regal. Sheamus. Don Morocco. 
Bad News Barrett, uh, Tito Santana, Ted DiBiase. Totally forgot about Bad News Barrett. <laughs> Baron Corbin. You can see him uh, tonight on uh, NXT. Uh, Bad News Barrett. Um, Shawn Michaels, Doink the Clown. There you go. There it is. IRS. I knew there had to be one. And s- <laughs> there had to be one. Uh, man, oh, man. <laughs> Doink the Clown. Anyway, uh, we digress. So there was the kickoff show. And then uh, starting things off, the Raw Women's Championship, Triple Threat. I will tell you this. And again, I'm just going through all the matches. I'm not going to get into details here. Uh, well, with the exception of one of these matches. Um, I, I found this entire night very entertaining. And I don't know how they continue to pull off main events. I mean, main events. But pay-per-views. Even like this one, WrestleMania, WrestleMania backlash. They've they've never had a WrestleMania backlash. They've had backlash. Yep. They've never had a WrestleMania backlash. So no. it, it does make sense to call it that. And it's the first. By the way, it's the first paper. Don't forget WrestleMania backlash presented, presented by Army, by of, Army of the Dead. Yep. And we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first pay per view ever, ever that was that had the WrestleMania name attached to it. That was not WrestleMania. Oh right, ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. So WrestleMania backlash. Um, Oh, you're forgetting about the next pay-per-view, WrestleMania Money in the Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by SummerSlam. It's coming. Um, yeah, anyway. So, WrestleMania Backlash. Kicking things off with Charlotte against uh, Asuka, against your champion, Rhea Ripley. Um, the entire card was great. Yeah. Except for one match. And so, uh, we had Rhea Ripley retain. Not pinning uh, Charlotte. Not pinning Asuka. Uh, so... We all know what where that leads to. It's going to be a Rhea Ripley uh, Charlotte rematch at some point. Um, yeah, our SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. So basically, with this one, well, uh, actually going back to that, sure. it was announced last night that it will be Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley at what's the next pay per view? I totally forgot. I'm drawing a blank right now. Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. That'd Inside Hell in a Cell. That'd be a good. One. Which I don't agree with. Why? Uh. Uh, I'm not saying I don't agree with the match. I don't agree with the you. I never really thought about it because I love the Hell in a Cell match, mm-hmm. but it's been watered down. Hell in a Cell, because Hell in a Cell is meant to uh, solve a feud, mm-hmm. as opposed to be a pay per view. Like you knew you were getting a Hell in a Cell match, right? As I, opposed I, to I, the I, first, like I, 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 everybody says it. But the first Hell in a Cell match was um, what was it Sean Taker? Yeah, right. That was not a Hell in a Cell pay per view. It was, it was at Bad Blood, right? And it just happened to have a Hell in a Cell match because it was the blow off of a feud, right? And now it's a whole. And now you know you're getting a Hell in a Cell match. I, I get what you're saying. Like there's gonna be at least one to two more Hell in a Cell matches that will be announced soon, right? I completely understand what you're saying, and to a degree, I agree with you. But having seen last year's pay-per-view um, of Hell in a Cell, I think that they could, and, and all the matches last, last time were really good, I feel like they could pull this off and um, just drop a deuce? What was that? That was my water bottle. You have a bottle. You have water a mic- jug. Listen, producer and, and uh, podcaster. Producer extraordinaire. And podcaster. I tried to make it you have as a mic- low as possible. You have a mic off button. Just push it. I know. I need to see. This is the reason why I wish we can go back to the studio. <laughs> that cough button was everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
That's why yeah. Zoom is so good. I could just z- fucking mute the whole thing. <laughs> or just wait until I said some stupid shit and got muted by you. you. By- <laughs> I mean, I could technically mute you now, but you're still just yelling right into my mic. That's true. Um, <laughs> I feel like Hell in a Cell last year was really good. And so if you have a Hell in a Cell and it's a whole pay-per-view, why not utilize it? I'm just... Thinking about, like oh, yeah, this. you have the whole pay per view now, right? And you have to utilize it, right? But right before, you're, you're right. Like it's, at one point, it was just to settle a, a, a score, not every single score. However, how dope would it be if there was just a random pay per view that had a Hell in a Cell match, like a blood feud? Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like payback after SummerSlam or whatever the fuck that pay per view is. WrestleMania payback. Yeah, SummerSlam payback. <laughs> SummerSlam payback. <laughs> And you just have a fucking Hell in a Cell match because right. they couldn't get the job done between Drew and Bobby, which I hope doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Next match. I'm sure it will. Uh, listen, they last year they, they milked Drew against Randy for all it was worth. Uh, and even before that, they they milked Drew ver- uh, Randy versus Edge for all that was worth. Um, until, until we got the greatest wrestling match ever. Okay. I'm still waiting for that. So It's a gimmick. And it was perfect. I, I, listen, if I go back and watch WrestleMania three and see uh, uh, Savage versus Steamboat, then sure, I'll, I'll go with that. No, no, no. That was the that was a very good wrestling match. That was one of the best wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the greatest, greatest wrestling match. All right, so then I'll go back to two see. Years but you ago. could you could also build the greatest wrestling match between you know Rey Mysterio and Rest in Peace. But if Eddie Guerrero were still here. It's like, oh, they're going to do the greatest wrestling match. Oh, we already it's going it. to be a gimmick. We already saw it. it. Okay. Imagine if we had a pay-per-view, the greatest wrestling pay-per-view, and it was all just <laughs> different matches that had roughly the same amount of moves. Go back and think of it as a gimmick match. Didn't we have this already three years ago when it was uh, uh, Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan? I, th- I feel like we had this That match was right. a dope wrestling match. It was, it was the greatest wrestling match. Uh, no. Because it didn't have the moniker on it? Yeah. You're such a dick. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a dick. Uh, Oh, man. First father-son tag team uh, champions we have here with uh, the Mysterios. How how, It was was very funny how it it was uh, uh, Ziggler was talking to uh, Dominic. They were, they were t- the both of them were talking to Dominic, and he just he was like, yeah, 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 and then he headbutted him, <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he went down. And so then Rey Mysterio had to basically fight him. There was a two-on-one for the majority of the match, for 90% of the match. Until he headbutted him, but he had a rib injury. He had a rib injury somehow. Because, oh, because he threw him into the gate. That's why. Sure. Yeah. We'll go and then that. he dropped the... We'll go with that. He dropped the thing on him, if you remember. Got it right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All makes sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, dope. Dope. Batman. Yes, 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 yes. Old amazing. school, old school blue and gray. Yeah, yeah. that uh, Ray had. Yes, uh, I I commend him with that with the ears also on the mask. The old Adam West. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, although I Dominic... will say this, Penta did the Batman thing first. I don't recall that. He did it a couple weeks ago on AEW. Did he? He didn't have like the whole. I didn't he, have like he this. Had, he had all black gear, uh-huh. and then the bat. The that, bad ears. Okay. All right. I mean, so he did it first. It was but subtle. this was the OG this was, Batman. This, was, this, was, much this was very, very out in the open. Yes, yes, this is Batman. This looked much better. And by the way, a shout out also to uh, Charlotte for having the uh, Cruel Deville uh, look on her costume. Uh, she had like the Dalmatian print, and which the, is the why all of the cameras went off during that match on on the Monday right after Backlash. It was a bunch of nip slips. <laughs> well, on Monday Night Raw. On Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A bunch, bunch, bunch. Um, so yes. none, we none of us saw it, right? 
Because, you know, they've been getting good at it. Delay. God damn it. <laughs> Dominic came stumbling out, uh, holding his ribs, as they all do, to show that they're hurt. Um, came in, did a frog splash on uh, Bobby, and we have new champs. Should have came out dressed as Damian Wayne. <laughs> so that he kill, like, kills his You're father. the Batman geek. That would have been dope. It would have been. Well, if he came out like, yeah, with Damian or... He would have been Robin, but Jesus. it had to be... You had to know it was Damian. Somehow. He should have come out as Nightwing because he's he's bigger now. He's like no, a, he's, but that's, he's a grown that's, ass adult. That's Dick Grayson. That's not his son. But that's Nightwing now. He's a he's a grown ass adult. Dick Grayson was when as Robin was a kid. Okay, something nerdy out here. <laughs> <laughs> get me started on this, please. Right. Okay, now speaking. Oh, here speaking, we go. Speaking of getting me started on shit. Okay, how about the fact that uh, WWE made seven figures off of uh, Army of the Dead and their sponsorship and uh, their ridiculousness with this match, the lumberjack match featuring. Damian Priest and The Miz. So not only did you have this match where the John Morrison before the match opens a door and there are a bunch of zombies in a room. The commentators were completely just befuddled and didn't know what to say because it looked so stupid. And then the Lumberjacks ended up being the zombies. And they were promoting the Netflix film directed by Zack Snyder, Army of the Dead. Starring Dave Starring Batista. Dave Batista. Which, which, by the way, the entire... Uh, 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 pre-show package, uh, the the intro package of the show was Army of the Dead and Batista, yeah. like doing the voiceover. So I thought that would be the end of it until this match came about, and so the lumberjacks came out, these zombies came out. Uh, Morrison and Miz are running away from them, and Damian Priest is already in the ring, and they're basically stuck in this ring because they can't get out with this, these ridiculous zombies outside, and they got tore up on social media, tore up for the the ridiculous stupidity. That was this match. Um, and again, WWE made seven figures off of the promotion of this match. Um, if you guys ever get a chance, please go back to Busted Open on Monday, last Monday. Not yesterday, a week from yesterday, which would be the 17th. I will tell you right now, the 17th. Monday, the 17th of May, 2021. Go listen to Busted Open Radio. Are you promoting another podcast on our podcast? I will. Be- only because of this. All right, this is the first and last time. Go ahead. Only because of this. The rant mm-hmm. that Dave LaGreca <laughs> okay. had bestowed upon the world uh-huh. about this fucking stupidity of a lumberjack match uh-huh. was the best thing I have heard st- Probably since one of his brother's rants about the Mets or some shit like that. <laughs> Don LaGreca is a god. Um, he is. But Dave LaGreca can fucking rant about about wrestling. And it was amazing. So He did not watch the rest of the pay-per-view. <laughs> see, and the, the, he shut it off. That's, see, that's, and that's a sad part of it because... It really is. The rest of the pay-per-view was really, 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 really good. It, it was. <laughs> it was really good. And you I, missed out because I'll even this, say the second half was better than the first half. The second half was better. Absolutely, yes. This could have been the first match, just to get it out of the way, and then have the rest of the night go on. But this was just—it was so stupid. And yeah, I but feel it would bad. Have left for... a sour taste in your mouth. Right. So then, whoever was next, which we'll get to, the next match was probably like, "Oh shit! Now we're next. We have to like cover up and, and pick up the slack for this bullshit." Um, not only was this a horrible match because of the stupid zombies, but the Miz, who never gets hurt, never, never—you never see him out for injury. You only see him out. Because I don't think he has been hurt ever. Maurice has, you know, baby number twelve. Uh, Hey, you never see. Don't ever disrespect her like that ever I, again. I'm, that's not disrespect. I love her to death. Don't, don't you ever tell me that I'm disrespecting <laughs> her because I, I will fight you. I love her. Um, if the Miz ever falls off, I will be there to pick her up. 
So <laughs> you'll be her. You'd be there as her crash landing pad. Yeah. <laughs> Lands on me. So, North south me. <laughs> Go on. Land on me. Um, he tore his damn ACL for this match. He tore his ACL yeah. because of of Dam- well, Damian Priest uh, landed uh, awkwardly on his sh- on his shoulder. Uh, but uh, how much better would it have been if we could just blame that also on the zombies? Like if it, <laughs> if it was actually because of the zombies. Yeah. I think the the number one I mean, thing coming uh, out of this landed, match. And I'm sorry, landed awkwardly on his leg. I, I mean, shoulder, yeah, on his leg. The number one thing coming out of this match is that you need to see John Morrison in some sort of main event picture because that man, he can move. I remember seeing various highlights of him when he was in Lucha Underground and when he was in Impact, and you just need – he needs a belt. He's, he needs a singles belt. He never got it when he was in WWE in the first. Well, he I guess he did. He was ECW champion. He will, yeah, he was ECW champion. Whatever that is. That, that's stupidity. Um, he will never get a singles belt as long as he's with the Miz, which is why I believe that they are hinting towards the breakup of those two. I and would now, not be mad at it now. And now it's perfect timing because he's hurt. So John Morrison should just go and do his thing, just like Big E did his thing when you know Kofi and. and uh, Xavier Woods were were out. Yeah, but the difference is that nobody wants to see the new day break up. But everybody everybody wants really. to see Miz <laughs> Morrison. Well, I, again, I, I wish that uh, he could have gone out on his own terms instead of you know tearing up his ACL. People but. forget Morrison was the was the star of that before he got released. Uh, like they were, when, they were when that kind of when that when they were still doing the dirt sheet, yeah, they were kind of still uneven. They, they were they were kind of even, but the Miz when he left and Miz, well, because Miz up. was the new guy, right? It was Morrison who had you know that, success true. with with Eminem, right, and all that stuff. That is true. Um, all right, so anyway, so we'll, we'll move past this. But anyway, I just wanted to bring up the, the point that they made seven figures with this. Uh, they used WWE for promotional purposes with that lumberjack match. Uh, it might have been considered a cheap plug, but it cost Warner Brothers a ton of cash to get that much airtime on a WWE pay-per-view and to the two to seven figures. So there's that. Uh, Vince does not care what you think. Give him six <laughs> figures and don't put the fucking zombies in there, Vince. <laughs> it's, listen, if Warner Brothers comes to you and says, listen, we'll give you, we'll give you $2 million more to get uh, zombies involved. Uh, he, all right, uh, here's, my, <laughs> here's my Venmo. Um, <laughs> what kind of zombies you thinking? Almost like werewolves, like thriller, thriller. No, yeah, no, shit, no, no that's, that, that's not a thing. Um, so that was the match there, and now misses out for a couple of weeks. Uh, Bianca Belair versus uh, Bailey, an amazing match. They uh, were put in a rough spot. They yes, so that was the next match. They were put in a rough spot, <laughs> but and they, they 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 rose to the task and they did a great job. So and I'll tell you this: the Belair reason retains. why this match went so well is because of Bailey. I did notice a couple. A couple of bad spots by Bianca. Mm. And as I watched those, I'm like, maybe it, it wasn't so much the right time to pull the trigger on her. She's an athletic beast. I get that. Mm. But I still kind of think she may be green in a sense. I, I, I can see that. A little bit, yeah. She she cut her teeth in NXT and all that stuff, but you got to remember she's only been doing it for what five years, mm. something like that. Mm. Bailey's been you know at the top of her game for five years. Right, she's been at the pinnacle for five years. 
I, I, I don't know. I just saw a couple spots in there where I was like, that didn't go as planned. No. That didn't go as planned. No. But uh, they, they still put on a good match, considering what was, yeah. what was prior to that. Um, oh, it was way better than the match before. Hey, yeah. you have a mute button. <laughs> as, I, as I whack my microphone. Yeah, <laughs> I meant to do that. Take this. Take this. Um, the next match, WWE Championship uh, with, uh, uh, what's his name there? Lesnar. and there you go. Uh, yeah, Lesnar. Stone Cold and uh, let's just throw out names. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Braun Strowman uh, for the, uh, the belts, the WWE Championship. Uh, I give credit to all three of these big men, especially Lashley, because uh, this is not the first time he's done this. Where this, it's the second time where he's gone through the, the LED screen. <laughs> he gets basically yes. thrown into the LED. That was a couple years ago on Raw with, where we got with Braun, with Braun, with Braun, and we got the holy shit moment by Corey, and we were yes. all like, "Oh my god, he said, he said shit, he said shit." <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna remember that one day and be like, and then at some point in wrestling, like like now with AEW, where they just say shit every five seconds. Um, like, oh, well, he just said it then. But that, that was a big moment then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where Graves came out, and you're like, oh, was he supposed to say that? Like, But that, that let... It's was, also because Graves was still somewhat new at the point. But no, but but he was allowed to do that. Yeah, no, I know. It was so, written so, in. Right. So Vince, I was pissed off when I figured that out. I was so angry. But that's genius, though. The, the genius of McMahon in that moment, though, was that you kind of had this off-script... I love it. Off-script, script moment. <laughs> off-script, script moment where you know you thought, like, oh, shit, he, he was not supposed to say that, but he was... He was allowed to say it um and it, it added to the moment that already was great that just added more to it so he lastly had basically the same moment like this and then he was out for a couple minutes until he came out of nowhere and basically uh you know tossed uh tossed drew out uh or drew drew hit uh braun with the uh the claymore threw uh, drew out and uh, Lashley took the pin and and retained very heel way to do it yes, now perfect. i will elaborate on this now that it has been a couple of weeks since Backlash, or, I mean a couple of Raws since Backlash, we had gotten Kofi. Kofi beat Bobby uh, two, uh, two Raws ago. Yes. The Raw right after Backlash. Right. So the WrestleMania Backlash, Backlash. Yes, the WrestleMania Backlash Raw. Backlash. Underscore. Backlash. Hashtag Backlash. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I would... If you're going forward with this Drew McIntyre storyline, okay, and you have this this kink in the heel of of Bobby Lashley in the form of Kofi Kingston, mm. the way I would do it. Now, granted, I'm not signed to WWE, so what the fuck does my opinion matter? You don't say. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> He'd still be here. Right? He'd still be here. You just probably can't talk. I about wouldn't be on this show. Why not? Stop if I'm signed by WWE. You still have your own show. Yeah, you're probably right. I Just wouldn't be doing probably, anything. You probably can't talk I'll about... i be fucking mopping floors if I were ever signed by WWE. <laughs> you probably can't talk about as, as much as you want to talk about. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah. would have to put them over all the time. Yes. All this the time. is me not putting them over. That, that zombie match was amazing. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Did you see the zombies? I, I, I was scared for my life. <laughs> um, I would. I don't know why they decided to do a, a, a disqualification uh, yesterday on Raw. Hmm. I think it was the stupidest thing they could have done. I would have just have... Kofi, go over Drew, still have Drew in the background as a storyline, build Drew and Bobby for SummerSlam. Mm. You get fans back in attendance. If you decide to put Drew over, you can do it in front of fans, right? You have Kofi go to the next pay-per-view. Mm. You have Kofi uh, uh, lose to, to Bobby, and you build Bobby and Drew towards 
SummerSlam. Mm. That's what I would do. Okay. My opinion. Book it, ship it, print it. Ship it. Just like your... Uh, oh, Pull it's, it. It'll be too soon. What? Just like your four horsemen uh, storyline. Uh, I'll ah, fucking walk out of this place. I swear to God. <laughs> you know it was coming. <laughs> it was Jasmine Duke gone. Sorry, that's not happening anymore. I apologize. Um, and then your main event of the night, well, your your co-main event was the Universal Championship with uh, uh, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Um, and uh, it, it is a shame that at some point, or not at, or at, at any point, it doesn't look like he would. Uh, win this belt <laughs> at all? I mean, nah. besides, you know, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, you can give him a the you know the, the IC belts at some point. You could have him fight Apollo Cruz um, because it looks like Big E is going to be taken off of that program since uh, Alistair Black is now in the picture. But uh, yeah, Kane's kid, Kane's kid. So it's he'll have another match. Cesaro will have another match with Roman Reigns because that's just where this whole thing is going again. But yeah, it's unfortunate that he won't have a a chance to get this belt as long as he's been in the company. Um, again, another he he will have a belt at some point. Uh, yeah, he he will have yeah. a, a main belt. I want to I want to put an addendum to that. He will have either the universal or the WWE belt you know, really? at some point. You think so? I think so. Okay. Hey, look at Kofi. This is true. It took him how long? Nobody thought Kofi was ever going to win that belt. Very true. And then. One gauntlet match and a fucking hell in a cell later, and boom. Yeah. He's champion. Thanks. Champion. Thanks, Mustafa, for getting yourself hurt. Yeah, right? Um, see how things, chain reaction, everything. Stone Cold, Triple H, Mustafa. Kofi maybe Kingston. we get Morrison. Morrison goes after the belt now that Miz got hurt. Goes after uh, Lashley? Yeah. There you go. Right after, what you call it? Right he after, he uh, seems like more of a legitimate like threat than Miz. Yes. Yeah. You know. He has won more world championships than Miz, just outside of WWE. Outside, yeah. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, well, it how many really... two? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he won the Lucha Underground that's, title, that's and right. and he was that's, Impact that, champion. That's Johnny happened. Impact. Okay, so they're tied. <laughs> then they're tied for uh, championship. Belts. Yeah, but in two different promotions. Miz has been one place his whole life. He's been in the, okay, but he's been the biggest promotion on the planet. I know it's <laughs> such a fucking. It's so hard to. I know. Think about anything otherwise. Let's go over. Uh, that, that was that was backlash. WrestleMania backlash. Next uh, pay per view up is WrestleMania backlash. Hell in a cell. Uh, next up, we have uh, double or nothing. Let's talk about that. But first, actually, sorry. Let's talk about uh, uh, AEW and the the goings ons. The, the main main points of AEW. Uh, NXT, let's do that then, <laughs> as you point to your screen. Let's talk about NXT. Go ahead. There have been... Like, what were the main the main highlights of... The main highlights of NXT... Mm-hmm. Well, I have last... Well, I forgot to take notes last week. This week. Last yeah, week. Yeah, this, this week. It's fine. Last week. Not the week before. That's what we're going A with. A week from today. <laughs> no, the main thing we wanted to talk about was uh, DiBiase. Yes. Ted yes. DiBiase. Ted DiBiase is back. <laughs> He's back. Not Junior. Senior. No, not Junior. Junior's in a little bit of federal trouble. Yeah. And, which is why uh, Senior probably has to work. Which, oh, I did not think about that. Too soon. Okay. All right, so here's my thing. Yes. You have DiBiase, you have Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man coming back. He's getting into the storyline with Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. And what is the payoff? What is the payoff of is is he going to be is he going to be Grimes' manager? 
Is he going to? He should be. That I, that's the only thing. But he's costing Grimes matches. I know. <laughs> Which is probably that would be a good reason to be like, listen, you're losing all these matches. Hire me. <laughs> on the trajectory, it's looking as if there were to be like, if you, on paper, it would be as if they're going towards a match. Mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase can't wrestle anymore. As far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Who knows? Maybe he's going to call a spade a spade here and there, brother. Him and uh, Mark Henry are working out to, uh, to get back in. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure there's still a 20 to 25 year difference between the two of them. All right, fine. <laughs> that being said, you, I think it would be best to have, don't even call him his manager. Call him his financial advisor. Okay. Right? Uh, it's the, uh, the old money versus new money gimmick. Yes, yes. But. News did break. Allegedly, they are bringing back the million dollar belt. I can't wait. Me neither. <laughs> I am so happy. <laughs> Think so about this: people to hold the million dollar belt. Hmm. Ted DiBiase and Virgil. Yep. And Stone Cold. Stone Cold hmm. and Cameron Grimes. And You're in great company. Cameron Grimes. Two out of three, you know, Hall of Famers, but great company nonetheless. <laughs> Virgil. Um, yeah, Virgil and Ted. If you. <laughs> If you, <laughs> there it is. Thank you. If Virgil gets in the Hall of Fame, anybody I can get in the Hall. of Fame. I will stop watching wrestling. I've I've said it. Really? I'll, I've said it. I will stop watching wrestling if Virgil gets in the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying that he wasn't entertaining. Okay, what about IRS? But then it becomes a it becomes a mockery. Have you seen him? He, he, no, he's not going to get in the Hall of Fame. No, no. What was their whole faction? What was that called? Money, I forgot. Money Inc. What about Money Inc.? As a faction? Yeah. <laughs> Is Ted DiBiase in the Hall of Fame? No idea. Look it up. <laughs> uh, I don't... Uh, would I ever stop if Virgil gets into the Hall of Fame? That's a very, very good question. I don't... No, I probably I probably would keep watching. 2010. 2010. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did the whole laugh at the end. Yes. Which, I mean, you can just say that about anything. It's true. He doesn't laugh every, every time. <laughs> but if Virgil gets in the Hall of Fame, I will stop watching wrestling. Because right. then at that point, it becomes, it becomes a mockery. Virgil did some good things. Name one. He was in Money, Inc. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> uh, he, mm, nope. He, he was a valet for Money, Inc. Yeah, valet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, valet. Um, Moving on. Oh, on. Yes, okay. Here, here's what I wanted to say. Yes, the only other thing about NXT I wanted to bring up was, well, we talked about Alex- Alexander Wolf and, mm-hmm. and that whole thing. He's gone. Tony Storm still looking absolutely incredible. There's nothing that was going to change with her. Uh, Bronson Reed. Bronson yeah. oh, Reed yes. won incredible match. the NXT North American Championship. In a steel cage. In a steel cage match on the 18th. It was an amazing match. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I took away with it, uh, bleh, that I took away from it. Is his wife? Was it, well, yes, his wife is smoking hot. Not, not in the ring, though. In, in other pictures, she's smoking hot. But yeah, yeah, yeah. In the ring, not so much. They were black and white, too. I don't know why. I don't know why they were black and white. Very old-looking pictures. Exactly. <laughs> um, me and him are built at the same weight. We're, we're are you? Bu- we're build the same. Build the same. Build. Not built. Build. Build the same. But are you build in the same weights, exact weight? He's six foot 330. Six? Wow, jeez. <laughs> That's a big boy. I'm six one. Uh. A little bit above three thirty. Okay, we're built the same. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, being said, 
Does, do you look? Is, I will start pro wrestling school soon, and I will be the North American <laughs> champion. I'm coming after that title, Bronson. Look, uh, I just looked at hard cam. If you, <laughs> I'm looking at hard, I'm, I'm hard cam side. Listen, you can get a singlet on if you can fit in a singlet. And get some. I would not on. put on a singlet. What would you wear as a wrestler? What would you wear? Uh, uh like an Undertaker type gimmick. I would have. I, okay, here's. So the, I would like, have the singlet, but I would also wear pants. Okay, that's that's yeah, Undertaker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. So you have <laughs> Okay. I'm just picturing that. Okay. Yeah. Like American Badass Undertaker. <laughs> yes, there you go. Singlet and, and, and Dockers. You'd be Diesel. Yes. I would dress exactly <laughs> like Diesel. You would dress as Diesel. I would dress exactly like Diesel. Except the good thing about me is I don't have knock on wood, I don't have man tits. And I'm very happy about good that. Good for you. I'm so I am so happy about it. I will take your word on that. What else in NXT <laughs> besides Bronson Reed, congratulations? Uh there being... was some creepy stuff going on with Dexter Loomis. We'll see where that goes. <laughs> the massage parlor and uh, yeah uh, that the, was the spot that was weird that was very weird that was weird <laughs> he's a weird guy and uh yeah that's it all right uh they're building towards this uh t- well tonight tonight was, tonight is, is going to uh, be the uh is the payoff between uh it's two sequel finn balor and and karen cross. karen cross yeah we got a main we got a pay-per-view match tonight on a tuesday night yeah uh very much looking forward to that um so here's the thing. Yes. I'll just say it right now. Mm-hmm. Karrion Cross retained. And if not, he's going to the main roster. Well, that was quick. Right? He's better off staying. They're all better off staying. Never leave. <laughs> Never leave NXT because we see what happens. By the way, uh, if you're wondering where Keith Lee is, he's apparently still around. He's uh, there, were, there, were, there were mentions of him getting under uh, Vince McMahon's skin as far as just getting on his bad side for some reason. Um and uh, Mia Yim is is basically saying it's none of your business where he is, but he's all right. He's still with the company, and so there's just all kinds of rumors and talk, which mean absolutely nothing because nobody knows exactly what's going on. But apparently, he's still with the company. <sighs> that exactly right? Yeah, but my, my cat agrees. Absolutely, absolutely correct. Jinx agrees. With that being said, let's go to Double or Nothing this Sunday on the pay per views. We have, uh, let's go over our selections here and then wrap things up. Young Bucks taking on John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, which, by the way, Dax Harwood posted on uh, on Twitter that he quit AEW <laughs> because he didn't get a, they didn't get a title shot. Yeah. Um, so they're very funny with it in that way. I mean, um, logic were to say that it is going to be the Young Bucks retaining. Sure. But John Moxley's in that match. Hmm. I mean, obviously, if if the Young Bucks retain, it's going to be them pinning Eddie somehow. They're going to get a BTE trigger on Eddie, and that's how they're going to win. Got it. Okay. Something like that. Or an indie taker. Whatever they're going to do. Callus will throw a microphone in the ring and get knocked with it or something. Yeah, I don't like that they're with Callus, but I mean, they're heels now. They're so heels. It's, yeah, it's whatever. He's the ultimate heel. Um, Sting and Darby Allen. Sting, Sting um, live. One, really yes, quickly. Please. Um, Eddie Kingston stealing. Oh yes, please. Sorry, yes. The the Jordans, the the ten thousand dollar deal Jordans, <laughs> off their feet was the most, the most Yonkers thing you could. Have done. It really was. Not only is it the most Yonkers thing, it's the most disrespectful thing you could possibly do. And basically, after someone just gets shanked or knocked out, you taking their shoes and running is is hysterical. No, the most hysterical thing they could have ever done was if he were to tie <laughs> the two shoelaces together yeah. and throw it up on that singular <laughs> fan. And then it just rotates. Like, like you're marking territory it's, that you sell drugs on this block. It just rotates. 
<laughs> is that what that means? Because I, I feel like that means different things in different areas. Allegedly. Allegedly. You don't know. Why, I don't know. Why Allegedly. would you know? Have I tossed a pair up there? Maybe. Allegedly. So you're a murderer. Got it. So no. Whoa. Uh, hang on that's, a second. That's you can't I've... put that out there like that. <laughs> that's what I've, I've assumed that that was yeah. about. This. Hey, hey, we're Someone joking. Died. We're joking, Chris. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've heard. Growing uh, up in so, New York City, that's what you hear. Listen, he's he's from Queens, so it, it's 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 a thing. Who? You? Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Eddie. I was like, no, he's not. No. Yeah, no, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, you just of- see some shit in your in your, in your days. <laughs> speaking of things, uh, Sting is fighting his first uh, what live a transition. Favorite of the worst. Uh, just give me give me my Marconi award right now. So uh, Sting is uh, fighting his first live emphasis on the mark Marconi. Sting is fighting his first live uh, uh, match with AEW. Not uh, this is correct. Yeah, not with uh, not pre tapes with Darby Allen taking on Scorpio Sky. Unless they do pre tape it somehow. No, it's all live. Oh. All live. They, they, we hope they've emphasized that many times, so they can only go by what they say. So uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page taking on Darby Allen and Sting. Um, I Sting and Darby have to win this. Yeah, there's no other way. There's no other way. Uh, the <laughs> And probably what I'm looking forward to the most, your stadium stampede with yeah. the pinnacle, MJF, uh-huh. Wardlow, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, and the aforementioned just quit Dax Harwood taking on the inner circle with uh, Santana Ortiz. So hopefully Santana's back from jail. He wink, will. Wink, wink. He's going to be on uh, Dynamite on Friday. Sammy Guevara, Jake Hager, and a very hurt Chris Jericho. How is he fighting in this match? Okay, so. He tore his... his uh, I believe he he dislocated his elbow. Dislocated his elbow. Got it. Something like that. Right. Very painful. I heard it on a podcast, and because <laughs> you asked me not to uh, disclose the name of the podcast, I didn't I say won't. that. I'm just saying you're promoting podcasts. You just said listen to this podcast. Yeah, we got to work with people sometimes, man. <laughs> they don't work with us. They will. No, they will. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be reciprocal. Busted open took 12 years to get to where they are it's right gotta now. Got to be reciprocal. Okay, I got you. All right, go ahead. Um, What's the podcast? I busted open. <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen to anything else. Uh, right. I do. I just it's uh, the stuff that sticks in my head. Gotcha. Uh, Bully Ray mm-hmm. Bubba Ray for mm-hmm. the marks that only watch WWE. Sure, you know who I'm talking you, about. You know you are. Um, he said that he texted Jericho and asked him, "Hey, is your elbow okay?" And Jericho just didn't reply to him. So take it as you will. Hmm. Could be a work. Could be a shoot. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I'm saying Jericho's going to be there. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I still think that Jericho's going to have someone replace him. Oh, like last year with the Elite. Yeah. You think we get somebody? I think we get somebody else to join the circle for for a night. Who? I don't know. Who could be? I have no idea. Can't be Small Joe. That that would oh be. Oh my god. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Um, you, see, you say it can't be, and that's it's going to be, and then I'm going to. No, I, I would I would drive to Queens and smack you. It can't. Why not? He's 90 day. Oh, 90 days, that's right. You know? It's not 90 days yet? No. Dude. April 15th, that's right. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. Cash Wheeler. Uh, I want to give him a shout out because okay. he offered to help Alexa Bliss with the transportation of her pig. Oh, we didn't. Uh, Sorry. We didn't. I don't know that. Oh, she doesn't. <laughs> Do you thanks. Res- oh, thanks. I forgot. Thanks, Alexa. Thank is. you, Alexa. Okay, all right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> can't say that word. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. Sure. Oh, yep. Alexa, uh, let's stop. just shut up. I got it. I know. I speak Alexa. <laughs> we are. Alexa, a, stop. We are professionals here. Professionals. 
We are professionals. This is why we do this in a studio with a. So we'll call her Miss Bliss from now on, right? <laughs> with an Amazon device. <laughs> we'll call her Miss Bliss. Yes, forgot that. Forgot to mention that the piggy piggy passed. Yes, Larry Steve. Larry Steve. Um, Larry Steve. Uh, because it's always it, it is the most redneck thing to have two first names. Sure. Shout out Ricky Bobby. <laughs> uh. Um, Larry Steve passed away last <sighs> night or early this morning. That was a big pig. It was so big, so big, and now. It's delicious. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too soon. I apologize. I was going to skip over it, but I mean, you said it. I How love, much? Never mind. I love bacon. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so good with my eggs. I wish I could name that the, I wish I could name that this podcast, but I just can't. Everybody's going to know what it means. I wish. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> a minute and a half of us laughing. So, Miro is taking on Lance Archer. Speaking of pigs. <laughs> Speaking of, oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. You know, I didn't that mean that, Miro. I'm sorry. Uh, you're saying he's a pig or? I don't know what I said. Oh. I blacked out. What happened? <laughs> Where am I? Who are you? Yeah. Miro's taking on Lance Archer for the uh, TNT, what year is it? TNT title. Um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't see Miro losing this since he just no. He just got it. And it's it's a real shame because I don't think Lance Archer. Well, I mean Dante Martin is the first opponent, I guess. So I, I kind of backs off of it. Lance Archer shouldn't lose this match either. <sighs> can't have that's DQ. the fucked up thing. Can't have a DQ. Can't have anything. Can't have everything you want. I know. You can't eat your bacon and leave it too. That's delicious. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, you leave a plate of bacon, you get smacked. That's what that's what happened. Uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Uh, I'm going to say that they should make this for the FTW FTR. Yeah, I said FTR. That's not a title. FTW title, and that Adam Page wins it. Yeah, and make that whole storyline. But either way, I see Adam Page actually winning this match. Yeah, me too. I don't think you can have Hangman. Lose to Brian Cage twice, twice now. Yeah. yeah, it's the whole reason why he beat him in the first place, right? My Cage beat Page. That's going to be a tough one to call. Yeah. A, yeah. Um, speaking of Cage, speaking of and speaking of things tough to call, uh, we have uh, what is it, the uh, 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 the uh, Casino uh, Battle casino, Royal. Thank you. Words Casino Battle Royal. Um, Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Penta El Cero Miedo. Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, The Blade, Uno, Colt Cabana, Ten, Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Rest in Peace, Big Man. Uh, He's not dead. No, I, it's his dad, his dude. Dad. Come on. Yeah. The oh, fuck? You have to make that clear. Max Caster, who's got incredible bars. <laughs> Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, mm-hmm. Nick Camarado, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and The Joker, they always have a joker. To be announced. Always the joker. To be announced. There it, was someone. It won't be. It won't be the joker, who, who wins. No. Um, the, the most memorable joker was um, Matt Seidel. Yes, and he fell. And he fell <laughs> because, see, you would know this if you watched BTE. Yes. Good. Because Michael Nakazawa rubbed baby oil on the top turnbuckle after he found out that uh, it would it was going to be him. It was going to be is that, the, is that the explanation? That was the explanation. Mm. It's perfect. It's storytelling. <laughs> uh, I believe the line was, 
let's see if I can remember this. Mm-hmm. I forgot to write it down. Uh, we're going to hit up your wife for some oral sessions. Yes. I believe that was it. Yes. Um, Renee, <laughs> Renee Paquette says she enjoyed Max Caster's oral sessions rap line. One of his best lines was, Eddie Kingston looks like a pack, a box of Newports. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you kind of do. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> box is like, yeah, you kind of do. The funny um, part was Eddie going, yeah, and? <laughs> uh, let me see if, uh, <laughs> let me try to see what she, she actually said. Let's get you a blue check and some W's and we'll look at booking you in the fall. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> 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 oh, Renee. Renee's very witty. Uh, I love her. Um, her wits and her beauty. Max Caster, Long Island Zone. There you go. Uh, so who's taking this match? Uh, I would like to say Cage. I think it could be Cage, depending on who the the mystery opponent mm. is. Okay, I can see that. Ca- Christian, Christian Cage. There's, so many, there's too many Cages now. Oh, no, he can't. Never mind. I was going to say, what if you have... So, it's for future AEW World Championship match. Now, Cody Rhodes said that he will never challenge for the AEW World Championship. Mm. But by winning this match, he would have to challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship. He's not in the match, though. I know he's not in the match. Well, it's to be announced. It could be anybody. But then I just looked at the match before, and it's Cody Rhodes versus Anthony (laughs) Gogo, Gogo. (laughs) which is likely to lose. Cody Rhodes, Anthony Gogo is likely to lose. He, Cody Rhodes can't win, can't not lose while he's under the American Dream moniker. Oh, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> That's the whole point. Although Anthony Gogo is his first match, he can't lose either. This is you know, well, his this first pay per view match. Right. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah. See, this is just like. This is why I like AEW. It has you thinking. It has it keeps you, thinking. you on your toes. Yeah, see, this is making it so obvious. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See. Yeah. See. I I do agree with Christian Cage. I I'm gonna say. I'm going to say a go-go, actually. Even with the moniker, I'm going to say a go-go is going to take this win because um, he needs it and Rhodes doesn't. Um, yeah. Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker. Well, and new. I, I, I was, think it's time. I, I, yeah, it's definitely time, and I was going to say it's probably the only title change um, One. of the night. If you look at all the title changes, uh, titles here, we have tag team championship with uh, Young Bucks. Yeah, wow, you're right. Miro. You're right. Holding. Uh, I think Hikaru Shida is the only one that's going to drop. To, yeah. to Britt Baker and the only other one that would drop would be the Young Bucks right right um, I will say also if you check out Rebels uh, not Reba not Reba her Instagram she's showing off her abs but she's sh- also showing off underboob and so for that you gotta, bravo you gotta pause bravo such a rebel you are <laughs> she is she is uh, she's a hottie and then she gets uh, like underplayed because she's sitting she's sitting next to uh, Britt Baker the entire time um, yeah, it's just it's unbelievable. And then your main event, which is a triple threat for the title, Kenny Omega taking on Orange Cassidy, taking on Pac. So that was always supposed to be a triple threat match. Okay, but the ending of the match between Orange Cassidy and Pac did not end the way it was supposed to. Okay, Orange Cassidy got knocked out unconscious by Pac. I believe on a super kick, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But I think that they're saying it was a power bomb that got him. Right. And then they had to resolve. To, it was supposed to go to a time limit draw. And I don't know if you remember, but they had gotten a lot of backlash. No pun intended. By the way, this is the uh, the photo. In oh wow! Yeah, Rebel. Looking God up. bless. Yeah, looking good. 
Objects in picture may look better than they are. Don't get it twisted. I'm a size 10. All right. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> All right. Um, Orange Cassidy and Pac was supposed to go to a time limit draw. Because okay. if you remember, Tony Khan did did state specifically that he never wanted to have a big match end in a DQ. <clears throat> right. And this would be a big match of sorts because it's a number one contender match. Right. So it was always supposed to go to the draw. Obviously, I think we can say that Kenny Omega is going to pin Orange Cassidy for the dub. Okay. And still. And not pack. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just got me thinking. Maybe pack. So, yeah, this is why I like <laughs> AEW. <laughs> uh, double or nothing. It's going to be good. It's going to be very good, especially with that stadium stampede. I'm looking forward to this whole thing. Um, who was the WWE wrestler who had their contract run out? And didn't resign. <gasps> oh, oh. What if it's Daniel Bryan? <laughs> well, then he has to win. <laughs> Who's the Joker? And then, it, oh, yeah, it's going to be him. It has to be. <laughs> what if it's Daniel Bryan? Did he not have a, a compete clause? No, well. he just It was just WrestleMania. He, he just finished. But that's the difference. He never got released. His contract ran out. Uh, I think that's a loophole in the WWE contracts. If your contract runs out, that's it. Vio con Dios. Right. Vio con Dios. <laughs> okay. But if you get released, then there's a 90-day non-compete clause. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Daniel Bryan, imagine. <laughs> it, w- it won't be, but sure, yes. It we, won't be. It's, it's a fun thing to imagine. It won't be because Daniel Bryan knows how to play kayfabe to all of us. Even though we think mm. kayfabe's dead, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it is absolutely It is not. not. Well... What a road we've traveled down. Yeah. In this thing we call life and wrestling. I life want to thank you guys. Wrestling. Is there anything else that we have not discussed that we need to before we head out? Uh, well, you're any, about to play this, but... Any racist oh, wrestlers? actually, any? I do. Okay. Bravo to Tony Khan really quick. Tony okay. Khan managed to... Tony Khan... Sure. Managed That's to get name. the uh, uh, the rights to the Pixies. Where is my mind? For That's Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Yes. Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends. Uh, yes. He also licensed Baltimore's Tarzan Boy for Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy, as well as securing Old Fifty Five by Tom Waits for the use of the Brody Lee tribute packages. Mm. Now this one is technically not the exact. Oh no, this one is. It he is. also got this one. Isn't it weird how he's able to throw up money for rights? Meanwhile, McMahon. Oh, let me let me just also say this: McMahon is is not is is not not done it. Like you know, check out cult the personality. Um, that's all I can think of right now. Um, as far as for uh, entrance music, uh, is, is there any, well, anything else you can think of? The game. That's true. Okay, but wasn't that written for him by Motorhead? Could have been. It could have been. Lenny, uh, you might be right. Did, didn't Lemmy, just, Lenny, Lemmy, Lemmy. Lemmy. I meant Lemmy. I'm sorry. Yes, oh I did. I'm sorry. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. You fucking ass. <laughs> You're the that. DJ? I knew, I knew Lemmy. I knew Lemmy. I don't know why I said Lemmy. I knew Lemmy. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think there is another one. Hogan? Oh, right. I forgot that was a song. That was an actual song. That was a song. Uh, that's, that's a good road to kind of go but down. But the music of... video is only him, him playing the guitar. Right. But they didn't have... <laughs> Horribly playing the guitar. Um, yeah, there's nothing else I could think of. WCW had uh, uh, for Hogan also had um, uh, 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 Mr. Voodoo Child himself. Mm. Um, You're right, Jimi Hendrix. Thank you. 
<laughs> words. He's right there. I know. I can't think of his name. That's why that reminded me of it. <laughs> uh, Tony Khan only got the rights for Wild Thing by the Trugs to play once before the Yuji Nagata match. Mm-hmm. His entrance music will still be Wild Thing by X from the 1989 movie Major League Take It Away. I forgot we had this big long introduction. That we I love it. This. I love it. Wow. Oh, quickly. The best thing ever was Jim Ross going, throw the heater, Ricky. <laughs> throw the heater. <laughs> Give him the heater. Give him the heater, Rick. And then my favorite line, I fucking hate this song. <laughs> oh, man. I love that John Moxley now has this song. It's, it's awesome. Ladies, well, it's a tribute to Onita. Yes. But oh, yes. But now that just it's, wanted to put that out. It's, now it's, it's basically his song now. It's Moxley. Now it's Moxley. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all things wrestling. Sons of Slam is over. Please hit us up on the Twitters. Sons of Slam show. Please tell your friends, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for telling your friends and just having us have uh, more people every week. So we appreciate that greatly, greatly, greatly. <clears throat> and as I lose my voice, it seems like it's time. My name is Chris Weintel, along with the Reaper. Mr. Joe Black, sir, have an amazing week. Vaya con Dios. Sons of Slam podcast. 